Hey everyone, this is Let's Get Practical with Daryl Girardier, and today we're talking about why it's time to rethink the church website. Let's do this. Welcome to Let's Get Practical. This podcast is about church communications from a practical standpoint. It's about what works and what doesn't. It's about helping you cut through all the clutter and noise and getting straight to the point. And today we're getting straight to the point on why it's time to rethink the church website. Now, this is one of those episodes where I'm going to process out loud something that we're working on, something we're working through. I always wanted this podcast to be about stuff that we're actually really doing in the real world. That's why I, I call it Let's Get Practical because I want to be very practical. Like this is not philosophy. This is something we're actually doing. So think of this like almost like a an audio lab, if you will. I'm, I'm, it's, a, it's a lab experiment we're running here. I and mean, this is the audio journal, if you will, of of my team experimenting with stuff. So we are in the middle of rethinking the church website. Um, and that's why I think it's time for a lot of people to rethink the church website. Um, our church website, just a little bit of history behind that is our current version is creeping up on five years old. Now in web world, that's ancient. That is like extremely old. So if you're thinking how old should a website be? I mean, I will tell you five years to me feels like forever. And I think it feels like forever to our end users as well. People at the other, you know, people on the other side who are actually trying to use the website. Our website was built on a platform called Expression Engine. And the reason why was we had to build a multi-campus website. And they were the only thing with a really good multi-site module by which we could handle a lot of those things. WordPress multi-site was a little bit, not quite what we needed just yet. Now it's obviously, it's a lot better. And so we'll talk about that here in just a second. So um, then we built it on Expression Engine. Um, When we built it, we built our website, I think at the time, for three campuses. I think we may have been three and we were about to add two more. So again, we built it at three and now we're up to eight campuses. So you can tell we've had a lot of change since we built our built our website. And when we built our website, we really wanted our website to be for visitors. Um, in other words, we built stuff like a new here menu option, um, but we still had a lot of stuff for our regular people who attend or our members. We still had that. We had the slider on the front with announcements, you know, with the, with the typical ads, like most church websites at the time had. Um, and then we had like little eight small little, um, we called them B ads, if you will. We called our slider A ads and we called our smaller ads B ads, which are just basically stuff that we just knew that weren't going to change a whole lot, but we wanted to elevate in some way, shape or form, like our daily devotional, our, our church calendar, staff, whatever. We put those things underneath. Um, and as, as the time went on and it, as is like, as like most people who are dealing with a church website, we had, of course, what I would say our very vocal church members or church staff who would want to know why wasn't my thing on the menu item at the top or why wasn't my ad featured. And as, as that happens is you kind of start acquiescing to certain things. And before you know it, your website is starting to change. It's starting to morph and it becomes less visitor friendly over time. And it starts to become more member friendly. Um, and what happens, that means is you get a lot of stuff added onto things and a lot of feature scope creep, if you will. And so it's it's starting to not look like the nice, pristine, clean website we first built. And all of a sudden, it feels like we just added a whole bunch of, we duct taped a bunch of things onto the website. So now that we're at this point, we've kind of realized we're like, wow, this website is not what we intended it to be. It's grown in ways that are a little bit unhealthy. It's time for us to kind of push the reset button. It's time for us to rethink the church website. So here's how we're going about rethinking the church website. Well, the first thing we're doing is, 
is we're going to switch platforms. We're switching platforms to WordPress because WordPress, we think right now is at the point where it's stable enough, it's good enough that we think it can handle the multi-site part of the equation for us. We're also going in and we're also stripping everything away and we're getting down to our Google Analytics and we're actually saying, asking the question, what are people actually clicking on? Who's coming to our website? What do they click with? What do they do when they're on there? Where are we wanting to go that they're not going? We, we may have call to action that we think people are doing and what are they not doing? So we're kind of in the process. We have, we've analyzed all that. And one of the things we've seen is, is that first off, nobody clicks on the slider ad. Nobody does. It's like it's like 0.5%, I think, click on the slider ad on the front homepage. Very, very small amount of people do that. Over 80% of the people who come to our website are visitors. Uh, so we have a high, we have a lot, a lot of visitors coming to our website. Um, they're, they're coming and they're showing up. And when they do, they're pretty much looking for where we're located and what time we meet. And maybe the third thing they want to do is they want to get in touch with staff. Um, and I probably, if I cross ran that number across ran that number with visitors versus returning people, I bet a lot of returning people are our church members and they use that s- staff as kind of like their telephone book. If they want to reach and get a hold of a staff member, uh, or salespeople do that all the time. They go through our staff directory and they email a whole bunch of, they cold, cold call, if you will, or cold email a bunch of our staff uh, offering some sort of service. But we do know that majority of people there want to know where we're located and want to know what time we meet. And then. From that, they may dive into what your children's ministry, preschool ministry like, what's check-in look like, that kind of stuff. They're kind of, if you will, kind of mentally planning out their visit. But we do know that the website really is being visited by visited by visitors, and we don't feel like it's actually geared towards them because those things I just mentioned are a little bit too far buried into the menu options. Even if you click on new here, and which we think is kind of obvious, we don't know if it's obvious enough given the fact that uh, lack of interaction with that menu option. So problem one is, is that our analytics are saying that we've got visitors coming, but our websites called actions clearly aren't reflecting that clear enough because they're having to dig and hunt for the information because we're seeing where they're going. Problem two is that our church, uh, has formed a new mission and vision statement. And so with that comes a whole new church strategy. So without going, diving too far into the weeds, our new church strategy is about, how do we make disciples? You know, we're focusing our church and hovering towards the idea of like, how do we make disciples? Um, how do we help them believe and follow Jesus, uh, be changed by Jesus, uh, and be on mission with Jesus? That's kind of the three core things we're looking at. How do we help a disciple become those three things? And so we're asking ourselves like, okay, does the website reinforce that? Uh, does it help our members do that? And can actually the website actually really do that? Can the website actually be for visitors and be for members as well. So that's one of the, the things we've been discussing. And what we've decided is, is that we believe our church strategy is super important. We also believe that the church website should probably function for visitors. So what that's going to ask us to do is it's going to force us to create a second website. So what we're looking at doing is keeping our website main website really geared towards visitors. It's going to have high level information, time, date, location, probably the church calendar. Um, it'll have the event information for our events. That kind of stuff will be on there as well. Um, it'll, you can be able to find small groups on there, that type of information. But when it comes to the equipping of people, in other words, if somebody wants to have a landing page for a small group by which they can get the small group material, if I'm a VBS volunteer and I didn't know where I get my training information, if I'm a small group leader in the student ministry, where do I get my curriculum? All of that stuff that we've currently 
duct taped all, all, you know, we kind of duct taped onto the website or other places. We're going to consolidate into a second website. It'll be a subdomain of our of our main website, and I, we're going to I think we're going to call it Brentwood Leadership is what we're I think it's tentatively titled, and that is going to be where you're going to find all that secondary information that is kind of just kind of floated up and populated our current website. So we're going to think of it like two different websites. Website one is for visitors. And for people who need some basic light information or attendees or members or couldn't remember when an event is and that kind of thing. And then a second website that's going to get really down into the people who are highly engaged. You know, think of it like you've heard before that 20% of the people in your church do 80% of the work. This website is designed for that 20%. If somebody's highly engaged and they, they look at me and say, you know, I run this group, we do X, Y, and Z. We really need a presence on the website. Great. I'm going to put you on the leadership site because the leadership site is where I'm going to let that thing grow and let a lot of content sit there. And it's going to, yeah, it's going to house a lot of different formats, a lot of different things. But the goal is going to be is we're going to drive people there so that by doing that, we kind of can keep stuff off of the main website. So it's going to be a, it's going to be designed to be really for your membership and slash attendees. Uh, you know, I say attendees, people who are actively engaged. And then we're going to have the visitor site, which is going to be the main site and being separate. So that's really how we're rethinking the website. And this is going to be a big change for us. It's going to be a big change for our staff. Um, in some ways, our staff won't really know what to do because um, they've always had, they've always distributed content via the normal website. And so all of a sudden, now they're going to be thinking two different ways. It's going to, it's going to require us to uh, rethink every single piece of copy that we've ever written for our current main website because all of our current copy is kind of geared towards it's visitor friendly, but it's not really geared towards getting the visitor in the door. It's really towards more towards visitors, but there's still a truckload of jargon, a lot of like insider language. We're going to try to pair all that back. Now I'm going to be honest with you. When we, when I say it's time to rethink the, the, the church website for us, it's going to require us doing a tremendous amount of rewriting. Like it will not be as simple as we're just throwing a new, look on it. We just move some of the content around. We're going to have to rethink a lot of different pieces on how this thing is done. We have to think a lot of different pieces of, of, of what the content should look like. Um, how do we make sure we don't confuse the visitors? Uh, how do we make sure that the, that, um, it's really, really well done and really designed for So, I mean, obviously we're going to lose a lot of content, a lot of content's going to go away. And so, yeah, we're going to have to navigate that with a lot of different people. A lot of things are going to come off the menu uh, that are currently sitting on our menu right now. Um, it'll probably go to the footer. Uh, we're going to we're going to rethink a lot of different things. I'm even thinking rethinking sermon artwork. Like, does sermon artwork ever really need to be on the website? Does that really matter for a visitor? Is a visitor going to look at that and get confused? Like, what is that piece of artwork if we're doing, like, Mark? Um, does that really matter to them or do they just need to kind of, you know, it's just a simple clean Mark, you know, book of Mark study, et cetera. Would that work better than us trying to be really creative and are being, by being too creative, we're kind of missing the entire audience. So that's, that's what we're thinking about. We're asking a lot of questions. There's nothing on the website that's going to be sacred. <laughs> There's nothing on there that we say like, absolutely. Other than probably the time location and you know, where we meet and that kind of stuff. Other than that, we're going to rethink the entire thing based around the idea of visitors and then move all the other stuff over to a secondary website. So if you are if you want to keep track of this project, um, we will be working on it. The leadership side, we want to roll out over the next few months. And then once we get that squared away, then we're going to turn around and roll out the brand new website. And we're hoping to have that squared away 
May, June-ish. You know, that's probably a good time for us to be downtime. Easter's at that point on the on the downslope, and our church will have celebrated its 50th anniversary at that point. So we will we will now be entering into a phase by which we got a little bit of downtime to make that happen. So that's why it's time for us to rethink our church website. Uh, I, this is some of our thinking process. Uh, again, I think this is the kind of process and thinking that I know you probably could apply to your world and where you're at with your church's website. Um, and, 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 and how do you think it and how do you, how you actually imagine it for your visitors. So there you go. That's where we're currently at. So hope you enjoyed that. Hope that was useful to you. If you've enjoyed this podcast, feel free to subscribe on iTunes. Also leave us a rating or you know what? Share this podcast with a friend as well. We would love that until next week. You guys take care. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye.